I stand for open questioning of authorities. I stand for honesty, fact-based reasoning, and debate. I oppose all censorship, including hate speech laws. I reject name-calling and insults. I'm Bill Warner. I'd like to talk to you today about elections, Islam, and politics, and candidates. My inbox began to fill up with people who were alarmed that in Michigan a Muslim was running to be governor. He was a candidate. Now we need to understand that this is just the beginning. Muslims will be running for every office that can be elected. This includes planning commissions, school boards, library committees, mayors. They'll do it at the city level, the state level, the county level, and the federal level. In the last election cycle, nearly 100 Muslims ran for federal and state offices. Half won their primaries. We will see the day when there will be a Muslim on every ballot, both Democrat and Republican. They're here and they're going to enter politics in a big way. The idea here is, is that we'll reach a new stage of normalization. That is, seeing Muslims on the ballot won't mean anything to us anymore because we see it every election. Now here's our problem. We worry about this at the last moment. This man who was a governor's candidate for Michigan, he probably started 10 years ago on this process. We wait till the last minute and then we're alarmed and panicked. We have to have a real strategy, an ongoing work on elections, not at the last minute. We have a superior weapon, and that weapon is Muhammad and the Sharia. To cut a diamond, you need a diamond. And to cut Islam, we need to use Islam itself, that is, Muhammad and Sharia. If we use Muhammad and the Sharia in the right way, we will win these elections. We have a good weapon, but we need to be able to deliver it. We need a delivery system, and that delivery system is fighters who are coordinated and working together. There's a good point here, a strategic view. When we can bring facts to the forum and the venue, we win. And this is the reason why they shut us down on the web, because they can't out-debate us, so they just lock us out. They shut us out of our venues. To run a hall, for me to speak about political Islam is simply not going to happen, because if it's a public event, the Muslim Brotherhood and CARE and others will be all over it the person who rents the hall and say, you've got to shut these people down. I've been canceled from several events. So now then I'm going to speak at an event soon, but it's a private event. It's not a public event. I'm not even supposed to announce where it is and when it is and what I'm going to talk about. But a Muslim or a Muslim group, they can rent an entire stadium and no one protests. We are losing our venues. But here's the good news. Elections give us a venue. Why? Because every election event is a public event. So in the light of the future, we must plan on a new political operation. Ultimately, in America, we need to cover 100% of all the races in all 50 states. Are we ready for that? No, but that needs to be the goal. We need to change our culture of fear and silence. Sharia is a political doctrine, and we must ask every candidate, both Kafir and Muslim, where they stand on the Sharia. We must hang Muhammad and the Sharia around the neck of every Muslim candidate. Let's see how the system would work. Imagine that a Muslim is running for the mayor of Smallville. We need to have a website that would allow the activists in Smallville to communicate with each other and run the operation of opposing the Muslim candidate. We also need to be able to connect one city to another. So we start out with small groups, and then these small groups must connect each other so that we can learn from each other. Now the Muslim Brotherhood, of course, already does this. We have to develop questions for Muslims. Now, when asked about Sharia, don't think they're going to claim it. They'll say, oh, it's just our religion, or I don't practice that part. So what we do is we ask questions like this. Will you condemn and reject the Sharia that says you can beat your wife? 
And when they don't answer, ask them another question. So you won't answer that question. Will you condemn and reject Muhammad's advising deception in dealing with non-Muslims? Yes or no. And what is the highest law in our land? Is it your Sharia or our Constitution? And so on. Now you say they will lie, but here's the deal. They will, you will have educated the voters who hear the question being asked. So it's easy to imagine that saturation coverage of every political campaign is a good idea, but how do we do it? Well, we don't have it, but we do need two kinds of people. We need those who use the telephone and the keyboard, and then we have to have those who will show up in public. To do this, we're going to need to organize. We will need to develop a national website devoted to campaigns. It would contain, for instance, a library of brochures, a library of success stories, and it would have a way to communicate with each other so we could become more powerful through communications. We have to develop a consistent program so that we learn and share with others. Now then, we also have to deal with the Kafir candidates. Every one of them should be asked where they stand on Sharia law. We have to make Sharia law a constant political problem. This is a very new project, but it has to be done. All I've done here is give some broad brush ideas, but I think you see that if we're going to save our civilization and our nation, we have to be able to oppose every political candidate. And remember, it gives us a venue to educate, and Google can't even shut us out of it. How about that? So there. Thank you.